Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church Podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. Those of you who have recently joined our church, you, you're going to be shocked to find out that I am, in fact, a cowboy. I was raised in the country, and that would be country spelled with a K, not a C. I'm talking deep country. We're talking dirt road party lines. I know, I know you can't believe that because you thought I was from a big city by the way I talk. But it is true. I drive a pickup truck. I wear a hat, wear boots, raise longhorn cattle. Matter of fact, it was a good week this last week. I sold some cattle Friday and I sold some cattle Saturday. Good week to be in the cow business. Uh, Just FYI, uh, cowboy does not buy his belt buckles. They're one as he competes. You'll never find me wearing a belt buckle that I bought. That's just the bottom line. In my backyard is a rodeo arena, and we are out there with the lights on, practicing most every night that we possibly can. Now, I know, I know for many of you this is so hard to believe. Uh, with my accent and with my worldview, you thought I was from Los Angeles, but you're not also going to be, yeah, you're going to be surprised to find out that most of my TV watching is two channels. RFD and the Cowboy Channel. RFD is the Farm Channel and the Cowboy Channel. They air a rodeo every night. Uh, also, just in case you don't know about rodeos, all, rode- all rodeos open with a prayer and with a national anthem. I want to recommend if you want to make a statement, don't go to an arena full of cowboys and you take a knee during the national anthem. Just, I recommend you not doing that. Cowboys don't put up with nonsense. This is the only country in the world you can make $22 million a year by kicking a ball around. So you stand up, put your hand over your heart when that national anthem plays and thank God for that flag. That's kind of a cowboy's view on things. Well, it was some time ago, I was watching a rodeo at night. My wife thinks I sleep through them. I don't watch them, but be that as it may, I was watching a rodeo. Uh, Now, I personally team rope. That's what I do. But another event in rodeo is calf roping. And I was watching this event. Well, then it suddenly occurred to me, not everybody in here is country. Not everybody in here watches rodeo. So you're probably not even going to get the point of this whole message unless we have a little education. So I stop from the message at this point to educate the audience as to what I'm going to be talking about. I want you to see a calf run here on the screen. Marty Yates One of the top cowboys in the world puts his string in his mouth, goes down. The calf's got to be standing. When he gets there, he strings front leg, a wrap, and a hooey, and his hands go up, and the time stops. He's back on his horse, 6.6 seconds. That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. Marty H. made a great run. Rodeo happens really fast because the slow don't get any money. So it happens fast. 
Now, I realize we are dealing with several groups of people in here, and we could possibly have those that have been diagnosed as slow learners. For those in here who have been diagnosed as a slow learner, I've asked our video staff to play this run again in slow motion. For those of you who are slow runners, we come out, one crank, two cranks, he throws the rope and is off his horse. Running down the rope, the calf has to be standing when you get there. He flanks it, throws it, strings that front leg, scoops the back two legs up, one wrap in what's called a hooey, he snatches it tight and his hands go up. He's got to get on his horse and he's got to ride forward and he's got to wait six seconds. That calf has to stay tied before he gets a legitimate tie. So today, could we give Marty Yates a big hand for his great run? I'm sure he's watching us today and Marty, there's a hand for you. Great job. Now you're educated. That is the run that every calf roper wants to make. That's the run they practice. That's the run they dream about. But I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but a lot of your runs in life don't work out like you envisioned. I don't know if you've noticed this in life, but a lot of what you thought was going to happen doesn't happen. A lot of what you hoped was going to happen doesn't always happen. Everything that you've practiced and envisioned and prayed about doesn't always work out like that. Thus would be the case for Charlie Gibson as he backs in the box. Charlie Gibson backs in the box, nods his head, swings ropes off of it. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what you want to have happen. That's not the run that you want to have happen. Now, I watched this on TV, and I want you to look right here. When they flashed this up, Charlie Gibson just won $4,000. Sitting there in my recliner, I said, I'm fixing to preach on that right there. Let's watch this run again. Let's watch this run again. He backs in the box. He nods his head, and he goes out. Now watch this. You might have missed this, but he fell. Right here, bam, stop in the dirt. There you are. You know, the mind is an amazing thing, but in a millisecond, you can think years of thoughts. And right in that dirt, let me tell you what a professional cowboy is thinking. My house payment's due. My truck payment's due. I owe money down at the feed store where I get my horse feed. Let me tell you what else he's thinking. My wife is up there in those stands and she's expecting me to come out of here with a check. Let me just tell you, in a millisecond, what you're thinking about as you're laying in that dirt, we're talking about panic. And it's time to panic. I mean, all is lost. This isn't the run you hoped for. This isn't the run you planned. This is not the run you practiced. I want you to watch this. Watch this. Slow motion. Watch. Rolls up, down that rope, grabs this calf, flanks the calf, strings him. Now watch. He ties this calf, and here's what I want you to know. He wins $4,000. And when I saw that, I said, I'm going to preach on this. 
I'm going to preach on this. Charlie places in this round, all because with everything in him, with all the grit, with all the determination, with his goal in mind, he blocks out everybody in those stands. He blocks out the fact that they're talking about him, laughing about him, gossiping about him. He blocks everything out of his mind, and he keeps moving forward. Sitting right there in my recliner, you bet watching this TV, I said, the title of this sermon is going to be, you got to keep moving forward. You've got to keep moving forward in your life. As I saw this event play out on TV, my mind went back to sitting right here in this auditorium. This past year, our Christmas production, how many of y'all were in the Christmas production, by the way? Thank you, thank you again for all the work that you put in. I was sitting right here. We brought in Chris Stowe, who is a writer, producer for Silver Dollar City Corporation. She produces shows for them. Uh, very, very talented producer. I was sitting right back here at rehearsal, and I heard her tell her actors, and all of this came back to my mind as I'm watching this rodeo run by Charlie Gibson. I hear her tell the actors. She says, now, in the show, you forget your lines, the set messes up, a set falls over. An animal acts up. We got a lot of animals we use on the stage. And she says, or an animal poops on the floor. Here's what she said. You never stop. You keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. And those words kept ringing back into my ears that I sat right there and heard our producer show. You don't panic. You don't blank stare. You don't look around. Oh, no. Now what? Oh, no. We blow. Oh, no. You keep moving forward. She said, you keep moving forward. Church, this is a key to all of life. This is a key to all of life. The title of today's message is, you keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. Now, here's the problem. A fall, a forget, a mess up, a big time blow it. And these happen and they happen to all of us. And the problem is we stop on life. We lay there in the dirt, stopped on life, our mind racing, this is awful, this is terrible, and we lay right there. Here's what I want you to know. That stadium was full of people. And for a rodeo cowboy, the anticipation is high. You need to win. You need that money. You got a house payment due. Your kid needs shoes. The pressure is on you to have a great run. And you hit the dirt. You hit the dirt. Oh, no, this is not what I planned. The question I have for you today is, do you let the oh, no's in your life stop you? Or do you keep rolling, clawing, digging back up on your feet and do you keep moving forward? Here's the facts. The facts are life is full of oh no's. Life is full of them. Life is full of disasters. The point of the sermon today is you're not the only cowboy that's hit the dirt. You're not the only cowboy that's fallen in the dirt. Matter of fact, one of our elders Right here, Alan Bates, roping in one of the country's biggest rodeos in Cheyenne. 350 calf ropers 
and Allen finishes in the top six. After a fall and a roll, he wiped out. Our church would enjoy seeing you in the dirt, Alan. We didn't have a video of that. Alan hit the dirt, rolled in that dirt, but kept clawing, kept digging. And out of 350 ropers, finished sixth in Cheyenne and a big paycheck, a big paycheck. Here's what I'm telling you. You're not the only cowboy that's fell in the dirt. You're just not. Your marriage, your kids, your finances, your business, you're not, you're not the only cowboy that's fell in the dirt. The winners in life keep moving forward. The winners in life keep moving forward. You know, when I think about it, I, I'm not sure how or why or really where it comes from that we think, and, and we just get on the table here, we all think this, we all do. We think and we live like we will never have an oh no. And I know we do because when we have them, we panic. Like we're shocked that this happened to me. You know, we live like we will never experience pain or sickness, that our plans will not go exactly like we rehearsed in our mind, and we all do. We live like that we will never experience disappointment, death, loss. We live like those things won't ever happen to me, and we all do. We live like people will always do exactly like we want them to. We, we live like people will always make the choices that we wanted them to make. In your rodeo run of life, your plans, your expectations, will fall face first in an arena on the dirt floor. Everybody will, because life happens for everybody. There's only one difference. There's only one difference. The winners, those that are happy, those that are blessed, those that enjoy their life, enjoy their week, are the ones who keep moving forward. They're the ones that keep moving forward. That's what they do. Now, this is a real problem for today's Christian. It really is. For the today's Christian, I go to church, I pay my tithe, I serve in the ministry, I pray, and I believe God. And when bad happens, we're disillusioned with God and we're mad at God because he didn't come through for me. That's just our thinking. It is for all of us. This plagues all of us today. God, I serve you. Now, where were you when I hit the dirt? Where were you when I fell? You know, when I think about it, I, I, don't, I don't know how we got that. I don't know where we got that. I'm a Christian. I go to church. Nothing in life will ever happen to me or my family. Where do you read that in the Bible? I prayed. I asked God for a great rodeo run. And because I prayed, my run is going to be perfect and I'm going to win this roping. Where do we read that? I, I, I dedicated my business to the Lord. I pay my tithe so my business will never fall face first in the dirt. I'm, where do we read that? You know, Romans 12, 21 says, don't be overcome with evil but overcome evil with good. Throughout the Bible, cover to cover, the Bible's very clear. There is evil. There is evil, and you and I have to overcome it. 
We're going to have to overcome it every day of our life. The Bible never says when you give your life to the Lord, you will never, ever fall making your rodeo run. When you serve the Lord, you'll never experience evil. Church, evil, evil is all around us. Evil is out there. It's always attacking us. When we are attacked by evil, when we are attacked by bad, verse 21, don't be overcome by it. Don't be overcome by it. It's out there. Don't let it get you. See, the Bible does not tell us we escape from bad. It tells us don't let bad overcome. Don't let bad get you. When you fall face first in the dirt, don't let it get you. Don't lay there and wallow in the dirt. Don't lay there and wallow in the dirt. Don't let it get you. You overcome it by doing good. In this rodeo run, Charlie Gibson overcame that by doing good in the rest of his run. You do good. You do good. You just keep doing good. First John 4, four different places in First John, it says overcome the wicked one. In Revelation, five different places, it says overcome evil. Throughout the Bible, over and over, we're told there is evil and you don't have to overcome it. When I think about it, I'm just not really sure how or why or where we got it, but it's, it, it's sure not from the Bible. God tells us over and over and over, all through the word, not that we will never experience loss, hurt, pain, disappointment, but the Bible tells us how to overcome it. Know this, you overcome your fall by keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. Our walk with God, it doesn't always work out like we wanted it to because we're living our walk with God in a fallen world. Our walk with God gives us the strength. It gives us the power, the wisdom, Jesus said, it's not good that I stay. The Holy Spirit will come and he's gonna infuse you with supernatural power. What do you need supernatural power for? I don't need any power. God's not gonna let anything bad happen to me. I don't need any strength. God's not ever gonna, why are we infused with power? We're infused with power to overcome all of the falls and the hurts and the disappointments in life. The devil wins in your life when you get hurt, you get disappointed, and you get mad at God. Because when you do, you quit praying, you quit worshiping, and you quit serving. See, oh no's happen for all of us. Now the choice is yours. Oh no's happen for all of us. Now you got a choice. Do you let the devil win by you just laying there in the dirt and quitting? Do you let the devil tell you it's over, God lied, he wasn't there when you needed him? Do you let the devil win in your life and you lay in the dirt? Or do you let God infuse you with supernatural power and you keep clawing, you keep digging, and you keep moving forward with everything that is within you? Behind my house, in our backyard, several nights a week, every night that we can, we're out there in the rodeo arena with the stadium lights on. We rope, we rope live cattle, we practice on. We have a plastic cow that's on a sled that we can pull with a four-wheeler. And we pull it really, really slow to practice on. We pull it really fast.
fast to practice on. We set up different scenarios. We practice hours and hours and hours. I've never ever gone out and practiced falling off. Not something I practice. I, I never ever practice the crosses that happens to me. See, I envision me making a perfect run. I plan on making a perfect run. I desire everything in me to be flawless. But here's what I want to tell you. That don't always happen for me. When I saddle my horse and I get on, in the back of my mind, I got to know all won't be like I like it. I've missed. A lot of times I've missed. Yeah, it gets worse. I've come out of that box, one swing, two swings. You talking about a perfect catch. Right around my body, I rope myself. <laughs> I jerk the rope, it gets tight around me. I'm riding wide open on this horse and I've got the rope all around myself. I'm back in that box, boy, and I nod and I come out there and I pick my rope up and it goes between my leg and the horse. Now, if you want to watch a sight, watch a man riding wide open after a cow trying to get this rope off of his foot and back up here around his head. It's, it's a deal now. That's happened to me. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. I've roped my horse's neck. I backed in there one swing, two swings, and my rope won't come. I roped his tail. I roped the darn horse's tail, and the cow's out here I'm trying to catch. All, all of my runs just aren't like what I envisioned them to be. They, they just aren't. They just aren't. And I'm telling you, here's what's bad. It gets worse. I've been bucked off. I've been bucked off occasionally, a lot of times. But occasionally, I've been carried out of that arena in my backyard. I got bucked off and hurt so bad it tore both of my groins it tore the muscle away from my pelvic bone and they carried me in and laid me in the floor of the kitchen and that's where I stayed I was tore up now and I still saddle a horse every day I get on and ride how, I, how do I do that after being hurt so bad I didn't think I could endure the pain I laying in the floor of that kitchen, not sure that I could stay conscious. Uh, and I still ride? Why do I still saddle my horse and ride? For the thrill. For the thrill of making one more good run. Because this next run's going to be really good. Watch this. I've got it out of my horse's tail. I've got it around my neck. I've got it under my... But watch this next run. I'm back in that box heart beating, smiling because of what's going to happen tomorrow. What's going to happen tomorrow? See, the anticipation of a great run keeps moving you forward even when you've had disasters. I want you to know today making your rodeo run in life, you're going to fall off. You're going to get bucked off. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be let down. You'll have a horse you're riding just fall out from under you. Just fell. I rope, turn left, and he just fell. I mean, <laughs> what happened? Did he trip? Did he get his legs hung? I mean, what happened? He just fell.
fell out from under me. And I was doing everything right. Church, I want you to know you were a good parent. And life just fell out from under you. I mean, you were a good businessman. I don't know what to tell you. Life just fell out from under you. You checked your bridle. You checked your girth. And it just, no fault of your own life, it just fell out from under you. A few years ago, I was riding in some woods. And I'd gotten probably five miles away from my truck and trailer. And I was down in a creek, in a deep creek bank. The bank was real tall on both sides and I was working up. And I had to go at this place, I had to turn and there was nowhere to get up that bank. I turned my horse and I clucked to him to jump him up on that bank because horses can really jump. And he turned and jumped up on that bank, except he didn't make it. He didn't, he disliked that much making it. And when his toes hit the edge of that bank, he went head over heels. Now, you're on a saddle and a horse does like that, it throws you. And it threw me right into a tree and broke my collarbone. And I'm laying in the woods five miles away with a broke collarbone. I got a choice. I got a choice. I got a choice. Terry didn't know where I was. I don't know how long it take anybody to find me. They wait for the buzzards to start circling. I mean, I can lay there. I got a choice. I can lay there and the buzzards are going to eat me and the coyotes are going to finish me off. I can die. Now, it's not gonna, you're not going to die quick, but it's a slow death. A slow death. The ants, the buzzards, and the coyotes devour you because you laid there. Now that's what I can do. Or I can pull myself up. I can get a hold of that saddle horn with my left hand. I can pull myself back up in that saddle and I can ride. Today I'm not telling you what I did was easy. I'm not telling you that the pain was not there at times when I thought I was gonna pass out and fall off the horse. I'm not telling you that it was fun. But here's what I'm telling you. I'm here today because I kept moving forward in life. And in life, you got one of two choices. You can lay there and die a real slow death. Buzzards start circling. For long, coyotes will eat you alive. And that's what'll happen in life. You lay right there in the dirt, and I can tell you, not quick, not lying. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. How are you good? I'm this good. I'm Go through all that, but you're in the dirt. You're in the dirt. And you lay in there. And here's what I'm telling you. The buzzards, the coyotes will finish you off. They're swarming. The coyotes are all out here and they're swarming to eat you alive. Or you can get a hold of that saddle horn. You can pull yourself up and you can ride. I want to end with this today. Tim, that's awful. I, don't, I can tell you right now, you're too old for this. You need to quit. I'm going to start playing cards or something. Every day I saddle up, and we ride most days, but every day I put my saddle on my horse, I do so knowing perfect won't always happen. The ride I envisioned may not always work out. The ride I wanted may not happen, but I saddle every day with the anticipation of great things happening for me on this next run. Great things are about to happen for me on this next run. And that can only happen for you when the bad happens in your life. It will, it does, if you will keep moving 
forward. Y'all stand with me. Today, I know that some of you, even today, you're laying in that dirt. You are right there laying in that dirt. You're on the arena floor. Where you are today is laying on that arena floor. Here's what I want to tell you. You look down that rope. You keep clawing. You keep digging toward your goal. Because at the end, at the end of my run, I want to hear the rodeo announcer say, well done, cowboy. Come on in. Come on in. Father, today I ask the power of your Holy Spirit to touch those who are hurting, those right now that are laying in that dirt, those right now that have had a huge oh no in their life, those right now that are in a panic mode. God, I ask your Holy Spirit, infuse them with power. Infuse them with power that as they leave here, they're rolling and clawing and pulling toward a desired goal in the end. Lord, that our life is lived, not perfect, not free from mistakes, but our life is lived by hearing, well done, my good and faithful servant, come on in. God, we honor you today and we keep moving forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.